What's going on, everyone? Sean Stewart with the After Venture Podcast. Thanks for coming back and listening. This is season two, episode six. I think it's my 21st or 21 episodes in, so I'm very excited. Um, This one, once again, no guest, uh, but we're going to talk about something um, that I think a lot of us experience, and we're going to talk about burnout. Now, what's burnout? Burnout is actually the physical or mental collapse um, caused by overwork or stress. I actually did my thesis for grad school on athlete burnout. Um, I focused on year-round single sport athletes. I looked at women's water polo, and these were the athletes that played water polo at the high school level nonstop. So they played off-season, and they played during the high school season, played in summer. And after doing my research, um, interviewing a lot of athletes, interviewing coaches, interviewing club coaches, and so forth, I realized burnout happens when athletes don't have a positive environment, when they don't actually get to take a break, and when they are actually dealing with a negative coach. So, you know, if you put an athlete in a a positive environment or a great environment, you make sure they take breaks and you actually have them coached by someone who's really good and very positive um, and very supportive, then they're not going to get burnt out. Um, I think the biggest thing is break. Um, giving those athletes a break. So now, moving on, 15 you know, years later, I'm sitting here in the workforce, and I'm looking at burnout. I've had a very, very stressful time lately in um, my sort of realm, in the realm of education, and just in the outside area of a few different projects I'm working on. And so I started doing a little bit more research on burnout. And I came across this article, and I started reading it, and it's basically the top causes for employee burnout. So I'm actually going to go over this uh, real quick and go over it with you, and then we're going to talk about a little bit more of the work-life balance, which is what I really want to hit on. So top causes for employee burnout. Uh, Number one, obviously workers have too much on their plates, right? They never can say no, and they just continue to take more things and put it on their plate and try to complete Um, Other ones, number two, job definitions are very narrow. So once again, same task over and over and over and over again, right? The monotony is just not fun. Uh, Number three, the work environment is depressing. That's never great, right? Going into work and just that whole environment is uh, depressing. Number four, uh, every aspect of the job is micromanaged. So, right, you have that boss or other employees that are constantly on you watching everything. Um, Number five, the compensation isn't fair or competitive. You know, you're busting your butt at work and you're not getting uh, compensated fairly. That is not the case in my realm. I am uh, compensated very well in every aspect of my work life. That's a great thing. Uh, Number six, there aren't opportunities for career growth or development, right? You can't move up the ladder. Number seven, managers play favorite with certain employees. That's never fun. Uh, Number eight, nobody asks employees about their thoughts or ideas, right? Collaboration is so important when it comes to a positive work environment, right? And if you can't collaborate, definitely could cause burnout. Um, Number nine, there isn't any genuine employee recognition, Um, You know, players want to be recognized and they want to be told good job and not just an everyday thing, but actually when they're doing a great job, let them know. Uh, Number 10, uh, there aren't any any investments in team building activities. And then the last one, number 11, this is the one I really want to focus on, and that is work-life balance doesn't exist. And so 
Think about that. Um, burnout, work-life balance. We all grind, right? Or a lot of you are probably listening to this podcast grind. And there's a very fine line of work-life balance. And I struggle with that when I first got into the realm of education and the administration uh, standpoint. Uh, my work-life balance uh, was horrible. I was spending 60 to 70 hours a, w- a week at work. Um, and then trying to come home and being a, a father um, to a little girl was not, it, I, wasn't, I wasn't a very good dad. I'll be the first one to admit it. I'd come home and I'd just want to sleep because I was putting in, you know, 12 to 15, 16 hour days and I regret it. And it was uh, two years of my life of truly grinding like that and trying to be a good husband, trying to be a good dad. And I struggled and my work life took over. Um, my life. And the key thing I really noticed it was I got sick, um, you know, was not very good physically. Um, I got extremely overweight. Uh, that wasn't a good thing. It took me a while to lose all that weight. And, and I realized that work ruled my life. And that's not a good thing. So I sort of started looking at a few things and how do you balance that out, that work-life balance? So, you know, last episode, I went over the five tips of reaching your goals. And so I thought this time I would just basically look over five tips on how to just how to work-life balance, right? Five tips, how to stay balanced, five tips right now that are going to basically help you out and make sure um, you can actually separate your, your work life. So number one, right, you need to own the hours of the day, right? Key thing, own the hours of the day. What does that mean? Don't let the day happen to you. You need to take control, manage your time, adhere to your boundaries. If the day controls to you, just relax. Do at least one thing that you enjoy to close your day. Tomorrow's a new day, and that's that's key thing. So you wanna own the hours of the day. I listen to Tim Ferriss a lot. He did the four-hour work week about being truly effective during those four hours, and that's it. And then during those hours, you know, once you crush out all your work goals or, hey, even if you get some of your work goals in, you need to make sure you spend some time for yourself, even if it's one thing. For myself, I love to work out, so I try to squeeze in a half an hour to a 45-minute workout if I need to. Or, you know what I really love to do? I love to just sit and read a good article. Not a book. I mean, I love reading books too, but like just a good article. So that's one thing I truly try to happen every day for myself, either work out or read. Um, another really thing I really love to do is just playing catch with my daughters. You know, um, that's awesome. You know, or just spending time with them or my wife. But getting those, don't you know? Don't let the entire workday own your entire day. Right? Own the hours of the day. Are these the hours you're going to spend at work? Be extremely effective during those hours, and then when you're done, walk away. Now I know your cell phone's going to ring. I know you can answer emails on your cell phone. Sometimes, you know, it's a good thing. Just put that cell phone away when you get home. And trust me, if there's a true emergency, they will get a hold of you. They'll text you a few times. They'll call your house phone if you even own a house phone. But once again, when you want to do something for yourself, just put the cell phone away. Put it away for a half an hour, 45 minutes, and you will survive. Remember, man, back in the 90s, we didn't have cell phones. We had a pager. You put that away. No one could actually get a hold of you 24-7 like they can now. So own the hours of the day. Number two, this is a crazy one, be happy. Just be happy. If you don't have balance in your life, 
many people will not be happy. It's crazy. I read a few studies here. In 2015, there was a study that evaluated data from more than 30,000 Americans found a strong correlation between reported happiness and a longer life. I know that's crazy, right? If you're happy, you're going to live longer. So once again, you want to be happy. Another study said from the University College of London measured the happiness of 3,800 people between the ages of 52 and 79. Now, obviously, I don't think a lot of 52 and 79 people are listening to my podcast, but if they are, this is for you, right? After five years, 7% um, 7% at least happy people, um, they, you know, they lived a better life. So once again, it's really crazy. It said compared to 4% of the happiest people in the, and people that took this survey, you know, 70% of this age category, if they were not happy, um, it's not a good thing. It also said research that estimated that happy older people are uh, 35% less likely to die within the five years that unhappy folks. So once again, just be happy after all that crazy data. I know I probably screwed that up. But once again, be happy. The more happy you are, the longer life you'll probably live. And then last but not least, it also said, you know, happy people, this is crazy, people who are happy uh, or demonstrate positive emotions are less likely to become ill and being exposed to a cold virus. And I say that now because it is cold season. So once again, number one, own the hours of the day. Number two, be happy. This is going to help you in your work-life balance. All right, number three, explore your passions, your interests, your imagination, right? And this is sort of goes back to about letting, you know, own the hours of the day, right? Carve out that time to read or research or just create, right? Feed the parts outside of what you could would call quote unquote work because most that often those personal interests that may actually give you great joy are neglected. So once again, write them down, keep track of them. You might notice patterns or trends that you can turn into new hobbies or even maybe a new career. But once again, explore your passions, your interests, your imagination. For me, when I started getting um, into that sort of health realm and started working out and you know did triathlons, did a half Ironman, a good friend of mine introduced me to CrossFit. I really fell into that. Yes, I drank that Kool-Aid of the CrossFit, and then boom, now I have a new side project, and I own Bows and Barbells Fitness with a great partner, and we put on female CrossFit athletic events. But that just, you know, I was exploring my passions, my interests, and we found a little bit of a niche that we knew that was uh, that we could create something that could help people out or help women out, and that was awesome. And I still do that. I'm always constantly reading different articles and looking at different investments and listening to different podcasts. But once again, right, explore your passions, your interests, and your imagination. So breaking it back down again, own the hours of the day, be happy, and explore your passions, your interests, and your imagination. Number four, this is where it comes in, care for your body. I talked about this in my last podcast about being healthy, right? Dial into your energy levels, your food cravings to decode any messages your body may be sending you. You might undercover that you are overstretched, which can cause to um, not sleeping enough or um, eating bad foods. That is my weakness. Um, I just came off, man, two very stressful weeks in my nine to five jobbers, not nine to five, I wish it was. But I, and when I get stressed, I tend to to overeat. And that's, that's, I struggle with that. Actually in my planner every day, one of my goals is 
Do not overeat. Do not stress eat. And you got to care for your body. So I try to stay active a minimum four days a week out of my seven minimum. And then I try to do some mobility and stretching. But you want to take care of your body. And taking care of your body is about what you put into your body. And I cannot stress that enough. You know what I mean? I know I drink sometimes too much coffee, but you want to make sure you stay hydrated. You want to make sure you eat right, right? Go down the aisles on the outside of the grocery store, not the middle aisles. And then once again, get that sleep. But you got to care for your body and you got to be able to know how your body reacts to certain things. So when I know I start getting stressed, I start trying to put at least healthy snacks in my work fridge, right? So instead of grabbing those peanut butter pretzels that I truly love, you know, you go after apple slices and so forth. So once again, care for your body, explore your passions, your interests, and your imagination, be happy, and then once again, own the hours of the day. And then the fifth thing, this is the hardest thing to do, the art of saying no. That's right. Sometimes you just need to say no. Research from uh, UC San Francisco shows that the more difficulty you have saying no, the more likely that you're about to experience stress, burnout, and even depression, right? Those are the three things that hinder your emotional, emotional intelligence. What's emotional intelligence? It's the ability to identify and manage your own emotions and the emotions of others. So once again, the art of saying no. And people struggle with that. I struggle with that every single day. I look at new projects and I want to do them. I think it's a great opportunity. And sometimes I just have to say no. My day consists of anything from going um, into the realm of education to even higher education when I teach at night to working on a few different side projects with Bows and Barbells Fitness, um, coaching my kids uh, softball teams or helping coach my kids softball teams, and then I'll get another opportunity to work on a project. And sometimes, even though I think this project's great or something I want to do, you just have to say no sometimes. So let's break it down. Here are the five things that you need to know, right? Five things I want you to focus on so you don't get burnt out and you have a great work-life balance. Number one, own the hours of the day. When you're at work, be effective. But when you leave, leave. Number two, be happy, man. Be positive. Don't let people get you down. We all work with those people who are always negative. We work with those people that complain. We hang out. Don't hang out with those negative people. Be happy. Number three, explore your passions, your interests, your imagination. Carve some time out for yourself. Read, research, check some things out, but just do it. You know, like I said, I never thought I was CrossFit. My buddy talked me into it. I went in, I tried it out, I loved it. Number four, care for your body. I can't stress for that enough. Once again, care for your body. That's what you put in your body, working out and sleeping. Those are the three things. And last but not least, the art of saying no. It's okay to say no to people. It's okay not to take on another project. It's okay right now that you're doing a project and you feel like, hey, this is taking too much time. It's taken away from other things I want to do. I can't do it anymore. I'm going to say no. It's very, very crucial. So, hey, I know it's a short podcast. I do have a few guests up there. Can you do me a favor? If you like these After Venture podcasts, Go on your uh, podcast app on uh, your phone, scroll all the way down, hook a brother up, give me five stars. It's a great thing. It, it helps me sort of rise up um, through the podcast rank. But I am just hoping that you guys get something out of my podcast. That's what I do it. I actually, you know, we talked about number three, explore your passions, interests, and imagination. 
One of my passions is to help people. I love to help people. And doing this kind of research and then talking about it on a quick five to seven minute podcast, it's a great thing. It's an outlet for me. I learned something from it. Hopefully you learned something from it. So once again, hey, be the game changer. Hopefully these five tips help you out with work-life balance. Don't get burnt out. Do something amazing. Do something for yourself. Until the next time, peace.